If you're able, stand with me in honor of the word of God as I read Matthew 28, 18 through 20. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. The word of God for the people of God. Thank you so much. Uh, I looked up the word, uh, the Hebrew word that is for disciple. And it reads, this word distresses, this word stresses the relationship between rabbi, teacher, or master, and disciple, student, a Talmud, of Jesus' day would give up his entire life in order to be with his teacher. The disciple didn't, didn't only seek to know what the teacher knew, as is the case for today. So today my message is titled, We Are Saved to Be Sent. As followers of Christ, we are saved to be sent. What are you saved for? We are all saved to be sent. The Lord wants to work through us. And as we heard earlier, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit teaching them all that I have commanded you, and lo, I will be with you until the end of the age. So God is with us. He wants to join us. He's given us the authority from in heaven and on earth, all authority. Jesus, through us, will automatically make us a disciple of Christ. We're saved to be sent. The word authority, exosia, describes a privilege, a force, a capacity, freedom, and delegated influence. Back in those days, the days of Jesus, that is, the word was translated orally and continues to be translated the same way today. For we are saved to be sent. We are followers of Christ, and 
we know that we have a big mission. The world around us is lost. And without us, disciples, you, me, we, no one knows. Now, as Rifle said, uh, I'm the area representative for Fellowship of Christian Athletes, and uh, what a blessing. It's a blessing to serve God in a way that is beyond anything I could ever think or imagine. But that's how big our God is. Um, uh, last time that I spoke to you guys, I don't know how many of you were here then, but I, I shared my testimony of when I got saved on a mission trip, and, uh, and I met the Lord, and my life was changed inside and out. It was a dramatic change. And I didn't really know all that happened that day, that my name was written in the Lamb's Book of Life, that I was justified, that I was regenerated. And I was being sanctified with the power that was living inside of me, the Holy Spirit. He is inside of us. Each and every one of us, if we're saved, walks with that power, that authority. He didn't, he didn't save us to leave us alone. He shared the power so that we could do his mission and to make disciples. So, the Great Commission, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, that's for me and for you. That's for all of us. Those who are in Christ are sent. We're saved to be sent. Now, how is this done? I'm glad that you asked. It's done with his word. His word is transforming us on a daily basis. If we're in his word, if we're sharpening each other with his word, we are being made mature in him. In 1 Corinthians 2, 1, it says, And I, when I came to you, brothers, did not come proclaiming to you the testimony of God with lofty speech or wisdom. For I decided to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. Paul knew a lot. Paul was very sharp, taught by Gamil, and he was sent. Uh, the Damascus Road really <laughs> stopped him in his tracks. And scales fell from his eyes. And immediately he went proclaiming the gospel. Later on, in Corinthians, Paul talks to his church. Yet among the mature, we do not impart wisdom, although it is wisdom of this age or, or of the rulers of this age, who are doomed to pass away. But if we impart a secret and hidden wisdom of God, which God decreed before the ages for our glory, none of the rulers of this age, for if they had known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, what God has prepared for those who love him. We love God. We, we love him because of what he did for us. He loved us first. He loved us while yet we were still sinners. And me, the chief of all, as Paul would also agree. 
In 1 Corinthians 2.12, it says, Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might understand what has been freely given to us by God. God doesn't leave us a mystery. He gave us his word to move us and to change us. Now, how is this done, this discipleship? Well, Jesus did it after he had chose the 12 and called them to walk with him like he's called us. He did it in very large groups like we have today. But then he would take those large group gatherings where he cast a very broad seed to a smaller group gathering of 12. And those 12 would have opportunities to ask him questions and to grow. And those 12s were then even condensed even smaller to the three, Peter, James, and John. When he would take those three, he poured everything that he is into them because he knew the mission that they had was great. Now this meeting on one-on-one is the deepest of learning. This is where we get honed and the sword, the word within us is sharpened and we're equipped because we need to be equipped. We can't share the word of God without being equipped. Now, he saved them, these large group settings were shared of the 5,000 and when Jesus would retreat in prayer, he would then get ready to do more of his work. He could only do that with great prayer. I know you all know the importance of prayer. Prayer moves the hand of God. And if we have a request or praise, we know where it came from. It came from God. Everything that we do. We have died to ourselves and have been raised in new life in Him. Thanks, David. So now, we move to 1 Corinthians 14. The natural person does not understand the things that come from the Spirit of God, for they are folly to him. He is not able to understand them because they are spiritually discerned. This first man was me, living for 47 years. Each and every one of us have a story of the life we lived before Christ and the day that we met Christ and the life that we're living after Christ. And for me, it was a lot of meth. It was a lot of weed. It was alcoholism. It was sexual immorality. Uh, Yeah, I was a loser. And I was lost. I was this natural man. But, 1 Corinthians 2.15 says, The spiritual person judges all things, but is himself to be judged by no one. For who has understood the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. We've been changed. We're someone new. We're a new creation. We are being metamorphosized. 
every day. The Holy Spirit working in us and through us is what the world sees around us. It's so important for them to see Christ in us. We're Christ followers. We are saved to be sent. We have the answer to the world. The statistics for Gen Z, which is approximate grades from 7 to 12, or 7 to uh, graduating college. 65% uh, of them are willing to hear about God. This is a whole generation. Now, we've already gone through the X. There's Gen X and then Gen Z and then Alpha's coming up. They don't have a lot of information. I went to a youth summit where I found out uh, the sickness that's all around us. These students aren't being told about Jesus. They're in our schools. Some are being homeschooled. They're not being shared. Nothing is being shared with them. And, and as a problem with that is they're being influenced by the world and all that the world has to offer. And we know what that is. That was me before Christ. These Gen Z students not only want to hear about Christ, they need to hear about Christ. That's a way that FCA has found a hole in the fence. And through the opportunity to share Christ through huddles, which are small Bible studies that are held inside the schools where fellow Christian students have the opportunity to share what they know about Christ and to invite students who have never heard about Christ, these Gen Zers, to come and hang out in a Bible study inside the schools. As you guys know, the government had pushed out anything biblical inside the schools. But there's still a freedom for the students to have whatever they want, and that is a club of their choosing. And there's a lot of other clubs that are already in the schools that we wouldn't agree with. FCA has grown tremendously here in Ruidoso. There's about 18 students and four staff administrators that are joining every Friday at 1230. And you guys are part of that. You guys help to support the ministry that I'm in. It wouldn't be happening without you because there's no one to facilitate it. Ten years ago, there was over 17 employees in New Mexico. 17. Today, there's two part-time and me. I'm still part-time. But that's what we're up against. There was over 400 students that were in huddles all across the state. I don't have a final number on that. But in our town, we're up to 18. There's also a huddle going on in Roswell. And I'm excited to say that uh, there's possibly a new one starting up there. And uh, through the youth position that I have over at First Baptist, there's a young lady uh, who's excited to get it going in middle school. And uh, that's going to be great. We are saved to be sent. What do we do when we first know Christ? We're immature. We're babies. We're babies in Christ. We start to come to large group gatherings like this. 
and then we continue on, if the church provides, into smaller group gatherings where we're more firmly fortified with God's word and giving us the equip that we need to go. God tells us, and do not be drunk with wine, for that leads to debauchery, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. This filling of the Holy Spirit is the only way we can share God's word. We can't share it on our own validity. We can't share it. We can't share him or the gospel without the Holy Spirit, the power of God. And this is a constant thing. When we have sin in our lives, and we do not, like we were singing about earlier, when we don't confess our sin, we leak out the Holy Spirit. We, we, we become weak. Our flesh starts to take over. We start to make our own decisions. We start living a life of debauchery. And not being filled, we would be a very poor witness for God. So, we need to experience the love and the forgiveness of God on a moment-by-moment -moment basis. Anytime we feel the Holy Spirit nudge us and say, ah, that wasn't very good, shouldn't have got angry there. Uh, you shouldn't have used that word. It's not befitting of who you are in Christ. We need to confess it and move on. God moves us positionally back to the spiritual man. In 1 Corinthians 3, Paul writes, But I, brothers, could not distress, address you as spiritual people, but as people of the flesh, as infants in Christ. I fed you with milk, not solid food, for you were not ready for it. And even now, you are not yet ready. This tells us that the Corinthian church were, <laughs> were fighting amongst each other. They, were, they, were really, they weren't acting like Christians, listening to some false doctrine, and really struggling. Christ didn't die for us to struggle. He died for, it's finished. It's finished. You guys know that. The fight is over with. We live in victory. And the only one that can come and steal, kill, and destroy is the evil one. And if we confess our sin as fast as it happens, we're made right. We're, we're back in the same fellowship as when we first met Christ. That relationship can never go away. We're sealed in him. 2 Timothy 2.2 2 says... And what you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses and trust to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. Are we ready to teach someone? Are we willing to teach someone? Are we willing to take someone under their, your arm, your wing, in discipleship? Many of you are probably more mature in the Lord than me. I'm 10 years old, and I'm, I think I'm still a baby. 
But many of you have been in the faith for 20 years, 25 years, 30 years. Are you sharing that faith with someone younger than you or less mature than you? Uh, Alan Stoddard took me the day that I came back from that mission trip and started meeting with me. Every morning, every Thursday morning at Zoka Coffee, we would stop it. He would teach me about what it was to have confidence in my salvation with God, what it was to experience the love and forgiveness of God, what it was to be filled with the Holy Spirit, and what it was to walk with God every day. And without that information, I'd still be floundering. We don't want to see God save someone and let them be a stillborn baby without the food that they need. We're in charge of that. He's given us the charge. We are saved to be sent, to share, to disciple, and to make disciples. Every disciple that we grow will eventually become followers. Not only followers, but amazing sharers of the gospel. The gospel. For what I received, I pass on to you as of first importance. Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures. He was buried and rose again in accordance to the scriptures. The word is where everything comes from. The word, our sword, the spirit of God will reveal things to us in his word that we won't find in the world. In conclusion, we are saved to be sent. As a, I don't know why I wrote this, but as Nike says, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's me, you, we do what God has called us to do and to make disciples of all nations. The Great Commission. It's, it's a great command. It's the great command in movement. The great command to love God and to love our neighbors, we can't walk by these lost souls. We can't walk by those who are floundering and not help them. Can we? Can we do that? I don't think we can. So join me. Join God. Be filled with the Holy Spirit and be led by Him. This morning we will take communion together. My brother Rifle is going to come up. And remember, 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. This is a moment-by-moment basis. If, uh, if you have anything today that you might want to confess, I pray that you'll do that now as uh, we receive the elements. I'll pray over the elements.